welcome to Women of Substance, and uh, we want to uh, invite you to settle in and have a, a wonderful time with us today because we have a tremendous guest. Uh, David and I are here to interview uh, Patty Perry, and uh, we she's a friend of ours, and we just adore her. She is an we amazing, <laughs> very inspirational woman. Thank you. Um, and uh, she is founder and uh, CEO of Wildlife and Environmental Conservation Incorporated. And she uh, works with and helps abused animals, exotic animals. And we've had the privilege of touring her facility. Yes. A few, a few weeks ago, we were in California. And that was part of the reason for our trip to California. We had about uh, four people that we wanted to see. Yes. And Patty, you were at the top of the list. So we <laughs> yes. said, we're going to drive up to Ventura County and, and we're going to see this, this place. And so, uh, and of course, you know, uh, we've been friends for years, like years and years and years. Uh, yeah. mutual friend that, uh, connected us. And, and so I've been hearing these stories. Of, uh, at, at some dinner tables and places, you know, of, uh, of all that you were involved in. And I thought, I have got, we have got to get out there and see, uh, this magnificent, um, uh, enterprise and, and what's happening. And so, um, you know, this broadcast, uh, has been, uh, is, is named Women of Substance. And Patty, we feel like that you are definitely a woman of substance <laughs> and have something to offer and to say to, uh, young women and really young men, uh, that, uh, you know, want to make their life count. Um, I, uh, did a teaching many years ago on, three levels of attainment and one was survival. <laughs> Some people say, well, I'm a survivor. Well, that's a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> just live in survival mode. Uh, there's survival and then there's success. And a lot of people will say, well, I've been successful at what I do. Therefore I'm going to kind of retire on success. But uh, the third one, which is the one we all want is significance. And I believe that in your field, and in your world that you have made a significant difference. Yes. And, uh, so we want to just talk about that today and, and just find out how you got involved in, in, in all this animal rescue and rehabilitation and the great things that you're doing there. Um, so Scarlett, you want to. Yeah. Can you, can you tell us, I know that you went through a rough spot in your life and you know, I think that's so um, vital to people to, for them to understand that, you know, we, we don't just float through life on flowery beds of ease. I mean, there's things that people go through tremendous loss, et cetera. And um, so you found your, yourself in that place of loss and, um, and then you decided to, uh, to, to do something right. To, uh, do some of the desires of your heart. So can you tell us kind of how you got started? You bet. Um, and I think that is, is a very important issue because I don't think any of us in life are without our ups and downs. And some people, some people are more fortunate than others in terms of being able to recover from, from these different circumstances. I, I really believe that God works through people always. Always, yeah, yeah. because yeah. 
yeah, and I think he puts people and circumstances into our lives. And, and for me, there's no doubt or question about that because I'm kind of living proof uh, every day. And yeah, I, you know, without dwelling on, on, on details, cause that's, that's really not, not important. Uh, definitely I reached, you know, I reached a, a, a block wall yeah. and um, I think everybody does uh, at one yes. time or another to one degree or another. And I think that I cannot really take the credit um, for, you know, pulling myself out of it. I think God put people into our lives. My inspiration, I did a lot of things um, that to survive. Uh, yeah job wise that I had, you know, I had really no desire or no interest. I was struggling. I was always struggling to figure out, you know, where is my place? You know, yeah, and I, was, I was, I was surviving, but that's all I was doing. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time doing uh, nonprofit charity work of, of all different types uh, throughout my life sporadically. But one of the things um, that was always with me since I was a child, I think we're, we're born, God gives us gifts. And all of us, all of us, whether you're a, a technician, whether you're, you're, you're good with uh, uh, mechanical uh, uh, directions in your life, whatever it is. Yeah. And for me, it was animals. So if I was born with it. And, but I didn't see it you know, I never felt I, I, the light never went on for me that I could actually earn a living or be successful doing the thing I was most passionate about. But I yet my whole life, I gravitated from the time I was a little child and I wasn't even born into a family that was particularly animal oriented. So I did it from, you know, the time I was a little kid and I did a lot of volunteer work uh, with animals and I got involved with exotic animals doing volunteer work for years, for years. And I was really, you know, involved in it. I was passionate about it. I took a lot of courses and I got a lot of diplomas and I spent, I, I was as a volunteer working for free. I was available 24 seven. If I mm-hmm. got a call through the organization, I was volunteering with at three o'clock in the morning. I was there. I mean, wow. I was good at it. You know, I was yeah. just good. At, I wasn't good at anything else. I mean, getting this computer set up this morning to do this interview, are you kidding me? You know, <laughs> my assistant says to me, are you all right? I think you're nervous. about." I said, I, I could care less about the interview. It's the computer. You know, so <laughs> I like to say, we you know, feel the same. Was, yeah. So that one thing I was going to, and my greatest source of inspiration, finally, at one point in my life, and, and I wasn't, when I started this nonprofit, I wasn't particularly young. And I, I finally, our, it's our mutual friend you, that you know who, who, who it is very well. My best friend said to me one day, you know what, honey, I got to tell you something. <laughs> Decided to give me a little lecture. She says, I wouldn't want to be you looking at God saying you didn't follow the, the the path and you weren't taking advantage of the gifts he gave you. You were meant to do, you were meant to do this. And I and, and she says, you need to start your own thing and get into it. Yeah. And I said, yeah, except for, you know, starting a nonprofit and blah, 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 and financial, uh, uh, you know, there are financial demands and so forth and so on. 
she said to me, you're just good at this. You've outgrown your shoes as this volunteer thing. You know, go for it. You've got a business background. You've got all these other things that you can incorporate into it. She talked me into it. She she really did. And she That's said so to wonderful. me, you know what I'm going to do? She says, I'm going to give you the seed money to start your own nonprofit. And it was a nominal amount, you know, it was nominal amount of money. It wasn't, you know, like I, I, you know, I hit the big times, but she said, I know what you're going to do with it. And I did it. And I, I took that, that money and started and, um, I established my nonprofit. You know, I went online and printed out 60 pages of documents to apply for a 501c3, and there I was. You know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, yep. And I then I had I started my education with different types of exotic animals. I had a lot of experience in raptors, birds of prey, particularly eagles. By the time I started with all my volunteer work, and wow. and. A modest amount with mammals, but my big dream since I was two years old, the far back as I could remember, was having a zoo, getting into big cats, you know, things like that. And I had a huge heart for rehabilitation. That was where I I focused my volunteer efforts all those years. And I learned a lot because I took a lot of educational courses. So then I started, then I started on the path of getting my, my permits. And in California, each state is different. You have to do a significant number of hours to qualify, especially with big cats, 5,000 hours. So I started that process and I started that educational process and then all the hands on and living in facilities where I could get that experience. And, and then I, um, I, uh, that's it. I started, you know, then I had to find a place to do it. <laughs> and that was another thing because of where I live, getting a place where I could have tigers. Right. So, and yeah. I did all that too. And I, I got, I, I acquired 12 acres, 45 minutes North of LA and I started and I worked nonstop. And that was 15 years ago is when I got the property. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty, pretty established now. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 you know I don't recommend it for anybody that wants to get rich. However, <laughs> I wake up every single morning and I look out that window at my animals, and the and I I, I literally I kid you not every day, I look out that window and I say to God, how in the, you must like me <laughs> because how did you pick me to get to do oh, this? You know, wonderful. and I say it every day. Every day. Yeah. That's so- you know, your passion for this is absolutely contagious. Yes. And that's why I'm so excited about this podcast, because yeah. hopefully we have viewers that maybe they're searching, you know, for the thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to find their purpose and fulfillment. I was watching Rick Warren on TV the other day and and, um, you know, he wrote the, the book, The Purpose Driven Life. Yes, and- I read it. Yeah. He, and he said that when he wrote it, he didn't realize that he found his purpose in writing the book. His purpose yes. was writing. Mm-hmm. And before yeah. he was just trying to be a great pastor and a great leader, which uh, I think he turned out to be, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, it was through his writing and the book sales that really, you know, made made him a, a household name was the book. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I, I love that everybody, I think the lesson here is find your purpose mm-hmm. 
and trust God to bring it to pass. You've got to trust God because here's the thing. Sometimes it's sitting there right in front of your face. Yes. And, but I was, you know, I was not, I was not letting go. You know, I didn't know right. how to do that. Yeah. Right. And, and then I finally did. You let go and you trust because I thought uh, there were all these obstacles for me. How in the world am I going to do this? It takes yeah. money. You know, yeah. and I've got, you know, and I'm, I'm, you know, I've got all these years that I'm going to have to put into it and I'm not, and I'm not that young. And I, you know, there's all kinds of things that it's like the, it's like these obstacles. I call it the yeah. devil inside you. Yeah. You know, but sometimes it's right in front of you. It was right there. I mean, the work I was doing as a volunteer yes. was what, uh, you know, I could have done so much more and I did, you know, yeah. I did so much more once I got started. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. And there's no question about it. You just got to let go and trust. Sometimes it's right sitting there in front of you, smacking you right That's in the face. That's a good word. That's yeah. a good word it right is. there. And, mm-hmm. and the fact that you did it without being paid, you just went with your passions and then your friend recognized the gift and the talent and was willing to help. I think, don't you think that's key? Yeah. What yeah. Yeah. Right. Key. Yeah. I I have really ever since then I I've literally forced myself to be mindful mm-hmm. in every single case when any one of my friends or acquaintances or whatever gets gets into the uh, you know reaches a stumbling block in their lives. Right. And yeah. I, 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 I tell him the story and I tell him, you know, I have, I have a friend right now. He was huge in the rock business, an icon, huge. And he's at a, at a you know, now reaching middle age and at a point in his life where he's a little bit lost because sometimes when you get into this transitional phase, your whole identity seems to be slipping. And then psychologically and mentally, right. you go into this lost atmosphere for yourself. Yes. And I'll tell him, you know, you've got one more push left in you. Let me tell you something. You, <laughs> this is a great story. I, I, I just thought of this. I have, I didn't share it with you. I, he, it, it's amazing where, what God, where God takes you. Okay. So he finds himself. And, you know, he was in this huge, big life, massively big life and yes. in, in the rock business. And he was a producer and he was so talented and and um, did big things, made big money, had a big, fancy life. And and yeah. nothing came to a it didn't crash, but his life became transitional. You know, he wasn't at that age anymore. He wasn't in that phase anymore. Right. And he, he started volunteering in, in my business. That's how I met him. Yeah. And he gained quite a bit of knowledge. And he ended up, he lived in California. And because he, with the types of animals that he acquired and so forth, he, and, and because of his frustration in California, he ended up in Alabama. Let me tell you something. And, and, and he, and he had financial struggles with this whole thing, which he'd never experienced before in his life. You know what he's doing in Alabama? Mm. <laughs> it's so funny. And he's, the, the beautiful thing is he's totally open to it. I mean, this is a hardcore heavy metal guy with Ted. <laughs> <laughs> right? <That's awesome. laughs> okay. So, so Eddie, and, and he's got big cats. So he started a nonprofit and I, you know, I'm his biggest champion. I encouraged him. I talked to him every day. He's become like family. He is feeding hundreds of churches 
with he's used his nonprofit and his exotic animals and his identity in that rock world yes. to get this nonprofit going, mm-hmm. and he gets like 50,000 pounds of excess food, fresh food from these different producers, suppliers, uh, production, big production uh, food plants. And he distributes them to churches. He's got a program with the military. He's growing, you know, he's got all this stuff going. And he just got baptized a couple weeks ago. (laughs) He's having, and he's enjoying this. I said, you know what? That's why God put you there. Yes. Absolutely. Look what you're doing. This yeah. is bigger than anything you've, anything else you've ever done. And he's just kind of getting going. That's wonderful. Oh, great, I love to hear that. That's great. Yes. That's what everybody's got to find. You've got to find exactly. your calling, yes. your purpose, your passion. You're not on this earth to just be a consumer. You yeah. know, I hate it that we're all called consumers, <laughs> you know, <laughs> consuming something. Well, you better be consuming something or you're not going to be here long. <laughs> you know, what a, what a, what a degraded title that we get from culture. Yeah. You know, you're a consumer and, uh, and that's, that's all you're good for is consuming. But, uh, <laughs> God put us here to not just be consumers, but to be producers. Yes. And his will and his plans and purposes get carried out through people. Yeah. I, I love what you said. People. It's always through people. It is. Always. And, no. you know, another thing you brought out, Patty, is it's not age, uh, limited. You know, you, you're not like when you get hurt, you know, hit a certain age, then you're done. Right. It, it's the whole time you're here and God used old people in the Bible. You know, you read <laughs> yeah, how old Abraham yeah. was and Sarah and you think, wow, you know, so. Uh, I, I think we should encourage people, uh, you know, who are, have some age on them, you know, find, yes. find the next stage, find. They're the most valuable. Yes. Yeah. The ones with age on, you know, you have to remember always that life is ephemeral. Yeah. These things are always going to change. Yeah. That's complete. We're so resistant to change. You right. know, I'm, I'm, I'm the worst offender. And, but. And, and you have to go, I mean, you know, like look at my friend in Alabama, what a radical change and what a great life he has. And, and, you know, the greatest thing that, and you, you know, another thing too, the source of encouragement that came to me, you become that source of encouragement to others. Yes. Yes. You can acknowledge what it did for you. You right. become that to others. There's just no greater uh, satisfaction, I don't think, or, or, or sense of accomplishment. The money will come. That's you know? true. The money will come. Mm-hmm. It, take yeah. care of the rest. Isn't know? that the truth? Yeah. So your 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 facility is just pristine. Thank I you. mean, I just it absolutely was is. so amazed, and the animals. You could tell they're so happy, aren't they? Yeah. I they mean, better be. Oh, I'm going to come back as one of my animals. <laughs> you, you've given yourself to those to those animals, and it's very evident that you're so conscientious and just, you know, it's you can tell it's your passion because yes. I don't think 
I don't think you could ever get paid enough to do all that work. <laughs> if, Definitely if you, not. <laughs> well, your employee of the month, Milo, gets some credit, right? Milo gets all the credit. I couldn't have done <laughs> I couldn't have Now, tell us about Milo. Well, Milo is, a, is my dog. Milo is a Rhodesian Ridgeback, and, and he's now 10 years old. Um, Milo actually raised all my big cats, literally. Mm. Literally raised all my big cats. So he showed them discipline. He showed them exercise. Um, he put them in their place. He could, you know, animals can communicate with each other and he could do things with them that I can't, I can't do as a human being, even though I have this in-depth relationship with them and we have these routines and all this consistency. Yeah. I can't be to them what, what he could be. And teach them. And that's what he did. And he was in there with those big cats for, you know, st still is with some of them. Yeah. But until they get too big and <laughs> a little too rough. A little scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and you can find Milo on the website. We saw pictures yeah. of him yesterday. And yeah. so the, the website, tell, tell everyone your website so they can go. It's helpwildlife.org. Okay. okay. Well, there it is on your screen. Yeah. yeah. And you'll Help see well. Milo and, and some of the cats and, uh, the, uh, raptors. Then tell them about the eagle. Now, the first time I met you, you were holding this wonderful, magnificent eagle. It was at Praise Him Ministries, uh, night vision. Mm -hmm. And we went, we, we went 12 or 13 years in a row to, to do the night vision, uh, celebration, the festival mm -hmm. each year. Such an amazing thing. Yeah. And that was Kenai. That was my, I have, I have five eagles right now. I think I have uh, six, five balls, two goals. Anyway, she was one of my original ones. And I, she was, she came from Alaska. She came from Kenai, Alaska, and she was all broken up when she came. She had four oh. broken bones. She had been, um, she had been taken out of her nest by a member of the public who raised her the wrong way, started her the wrong way, gave her the wrong diet. So she had aggression problems and she had metabolic bone disease from a bad diet. And so we did all the rehabilitation with her and I raised her and she became, you know, when I got her, they, they were going to euthanize her up there. Mm -hmm. They said that, you know, her behavior was, was so, so aggressive and also she would never fly and i said well send her down let's see what happens so they sent her down we worked on her we worked on her she does fly she's not perfect at it but she you see her she flies across the yeah. state flies well yes we got that going and um she's still it she's still very aggressive but she and i have this understanding she has become my single out of 50 animals my greatest ambassador for education go anywhere do anything amazing animal yeah so she's the one that you saw all those years yeah and you take her to schools and churches and you know we don't we did for years for 25 years i went out uh, doing offsite, but at our facility now, um, we're, we're, we're really busy and we have such an amazing group of animals and you can't take tigers and leopards and cheetahs out. So no. we have now kind of, um, uh, become a facility that does all on-site education. We oh, don't do off-site anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's wonderful that you educate and, and we learned so much the day we were with you. I mean, just a tremendous amount. We, we could not stop talking about no. the, uh, the day and no, we still haven't. Yeah, I know. And anybody that comes in, we're like grandparents <laughs> with the, you know, you know, that grandparent that won't stop showing their baby pictures. I know. I know. And, but we're like that with yeah. uh, the little videos we took of, especially oh, the, yeah. the white tiger with his big red ball and, <laughs> I know. and holding on to it like, this is mine. You can't have it. Nobody <laughs> else. And then he would get a, a little attacked and have to give it up. But anyway, it just, it just, it just is mesmerizing. Yeah. So fascinating. Well, thank you. Thank you. It was so yeah. great to have you guys out. Uh, well, we're coming back because that's <laughs> better. That's worth the price yeah. of admission for sure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things you said, I know we've, we've gone a long time, but I just wanted to just to tell everybody just how well you respond to these animals and they they come in very hurt and, and you said that even, uh, people who get the cats and they don't feed them the right, the calcium that they need, et cetera, you know, they'll come in with fractures and, mm-hmm. and, and so you, you have, you have doctors, you have everybody there that can help in every way. And it's just, it's very touching yeah, to your heart yeah. to see these animals restored and just so happy, yes. you know, yes. and uh, we, we just, we, we were, we were taken back by um, your hard work, your diligence and your love for these animals. And Thank so, you. yeah, we just appreciate your, your wonderful place that you have. Um, Patty, uh, if someone would like to make a donation to your nonprofit, how could they, is there a place on the website that they yes. can do that? Yep. Okay. Yep. So and we have you. PayPal and we have all, all different yeah. credit cards, PayPal. Right, right. All the way. Our address if you wanted to send, yeah. So. Okay. So if you just go to helpwildlife.org. Yeah. And, um, and, and I'm sure there's instructions there on how yeah. to, to give and to be a part of what yeah. Patty is doing. And, um, you know, this is, I believe this is something that's next to the heart of God and it's certainly the so, heart of, caring yes. uh people and um and uh it's just it's just i don't know it just stirred, stirred me up i was yes. fantastic and you're just such a beautiful example of a, of a, a christian woman who has done amazing things and uh how god has used you and i'm sure you've been an inspiration to others and and uh wow we just can't say enough i know and, and you've uh, done this by yourself as a single woman you know, yes. because sometimes we can depend so much, you know, on a spouse and you haven't had that. You've done this all with just you and the Lord. <laughs> That's just, right. I was going to say, I'm not totally single. I was <laughs> with somebody the on Lord's my show. Lord's a good partner, time. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Uh, Lord's a good out. partner. So he's not critical. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And mean. <laughs> right. And neglectful and all those things. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, Patty. Thank you guys. Thank you. We appreciate you taking the time for the interview. Yes. Oh, you're more than welcome. It's my pleasure. All right. God well, bless you and all your you. animals. God bless you guys. Yes. Thanks. Amen. Try okay. to get the red ball away from the. 
Uh, uh, that's his. <laughs> that's his. He gets his. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Daddy. Okay. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye. And uh, so, those of you who would like to give, it's just such a tremendous 501c3. You know, it's a nonprofit that she operates there. She's working. Which means you can get a tax deduction yes, for your exactly, donation. For your donation. Yes. And also, you know, she works, she's worked with the wildlife, um, uh, rescue and yes. all and just yes. cooperated with so many agencies that have helped animals and yes. it goes on and on. But you can read more about on the, on the, on her website and, uh, we encourage you to help her in any way you can. Yes. And, uh, David, thanks for being here with me. Well, I enjoy, I enjoy <laughs> women's <it>. ministry. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in women. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh, next next month we'll have, uh, or in two weeks, we'll have another guest. So be sure and tune in to Women of Substance and let other people know about these podcasts so they can be encouraged as well. And um, talk about our own web uh, websites and those things. That yeah. People want. Uh, we have all kinds of resources and yes. books and, and workbooks and that's right. All those things. So what David you... just um, came out with a book, A Deep Settled Peace. Yes. And it was featured in Voice of Victory magazine, Brother Kenneth Copeland's magazine yes. last month. And we've had so many calls of people who have experienced loss in their life. Yes. Uh, the loss of, of a spouse. There or, it is. There it is. Yeah, there it is. And um, I'm telling you, uh, we've been able to minister, thank God, to people who have gone through some things that we've been through. Right. And, right. uh, I think you really enjoy this book. It's just, uh, magnificent, really. And, um, there's other, of course, books as well. On the- well, your, your, uh, book there, God Loves Women. Yes. And, um, and I love this. It's, it says, God loves women. He loves to empower his daughters to live happy, successful lives, which is really the inspiration behind this, uh, podcast. So, yes. So, um, if you don't have that book, you really need to get it. And there's a study guide that comes with it. And you can go to, uh, we've got uh, a few websites yeah. around, but uh, you can go to hortonministries.com, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it .com? Yeah. ScarletHorton.com. Yeah. HortonMinistries.com. You can go to ScarletHorton.com. <laughs> we should be better prepared. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, there it is. Uh, it's off. You can go to office at scarlethorton.com yes. and, um, and, and, um, and find information. That's anyway, right. there's also, if you're interested, we also have graceharvest.net, yes. which is all about our church here in Tampa. And anyway, we're doing all we can to get the gospel <laughs> out and to encourage you. Yes. So let us hear from you. If you want to write us up, we're on, we're on Facebook. We're on, I don't know what all. Yeah. Or Whatever they put out now. We're yeah. on that. <laughs> email us if you have prayer requests. Email us. We'll yes. be glad to pray for you yes. and talk with you. So, All right. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.